If you were born between 1969 and 1984, you are a part of the 65 million Gen Xers. And you've just found your new family. Welcome to the Carolina Underground. Gen X perspectives on rapidly changing technology, history, media, politics. How they come together and influence every aspect of daily life. The world we were raised in has ceased to exist, but we haven't. Let's do it. Welcome to the Carolina Underground. Now your hosts, Mark and Mike. Yo, 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 it's the Carolina Underground, and we're back again live from the Replica Back Cave to where it is not 14 degrees now. We bumped well, it up to 17. 17 whole degrees, and who are you calling a yo-yo is what I want to know. Oh, you yahoos out there in <laughs> yahoo land. <laughs> Yoo-hoo. <laughs> you who you yahoos <laughs> well i'll tell you one thing we had a traumification up here at the bat replica bat cave what in the world happened well i got home the other evening it was uh-huh. you know i work i'm a workaholic so i work from like dark to dark right i take that back on that day i leave early and it wasn't quite dark and okay. i get there and baby dog playing with her little stick out in the yard or her um uh, save the bees project stick remember that there's a and by the way plug this company if you want some good reliable dog toys and don't want to pay kong prices and want to support saving the bees look up the saving the bees project they're great toys they are baby flossy dog approved she loves every one of them and their treats but um we were out there and uh Baby flossy dog, I had thrown it back toward where the pool is, and she had gone that way, and she had getting toward the end of when she wanted to play. She was getting tired. And so she had laid down, and I looked, and I was looking down toward the backer barn, and down there there's a like a lean-to shed coming off of the backer barn, and then there's a grassy area, and then at the tree line there's an old trailer. And I saw this big black thing down there, and I was getting excited because at first I thought we was getting ready to see Sasquatch. All right. And I was like, oh, we really going to have something to talk about on the podcast this week because there's the woolly boogers right here in the backyard. We can just fire up the, the, the burn pit, get some hot dogs and some beer and some marshmallows, and we can just bang on sticks and get that rascal to come about. Well, All right. I don't think it was Sasquatch. Okay. What I will say is at first – I thought it was a great big old fat dog. All right. Then the thing stood up. And then right. I changed my mind. And I don't think it's a big old fat dog. I think it's a big old fat black bear. That's what I was sitting here thinking is it sounds like you might have a black bear out there. It's like, it, it is like wild kingdom up here, here lately. I, that, I seen that. The next mm-hmm. day, I decided I was going to mow the grass because the grass mower don't know where he's at. She's probably smoking some grass somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm out in the front yard. I just mow the front there where the baby dog likes to go play and do her business. And I get about to where the car, I have to mow part of it up there at the front toward the road. So it calls, if I don't, 
the brakes in the car stop automatically because they see that high grass and they in the sonar and it stops you and it just gives you about gives you whiplash first thing in the morning when you're trying to mm-hmm. leave the driveway to go to the salt mines. Right. So I get up there and I'm mowing that and I look up and what is walking across the edge, the front of the dad blame driveway, but a dad blame skunk. Oh boy. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, God, that's all I need to run up on that rascal when I'm taking baby dog out to pee or when we outside playing or something like that, run up on that skunk and we both get sprayed. And I didn't yeah. even have my pistol with me. Hmm. Well, that does sound like a predicament. It is. It's, it's just being rough. We got critters everywhere, and the damn things ain't even paying rent. Well, I understand that. Well, I mean, they're getting run off because everywhere you turn, somebody's building one of those uh, housing developments, so they can shove all the people they're letting across the border into every state. I'm going to fix it. I'm, I'm going to build a park. I'm sorry, you broke up there, big guy. You're going to build a wall. I'm going to build apartments. You're going to build apartments. Okie doke. I'm going to burn this place down and build apartments. All right. Well, if that makes you happy, I reckon that's not a bad way to go. And I'll ask you a question. You know we don't talk politics nor try to unless it's really something important. Mm -hmm. But I have been just enamored with this bullshit in new york okay and i'm sitting here thinking to myself if this ain't the most hokey hoodoo horse shit there ever was i don't know what to tell anybody this is undoubtedly the dumbest thing i have ever seen in my life and that woman that brought the case and that judge that likes to sit on his ass and smirk they need to something needs to be done with them and of course they ain't defended Donald Trump because God knows I'm not a Trump fan, but this is absolutely just plain stupid. Well, but herein lies the problem is there is no accountability to these people whatsoever. But the worst thing that'll happen to them is if they don't get re-elected or reappointed to their positions, they have no accountability. But you know who's whose money is paying for all of this atrocious nonsense. That is probably the taxpayers in New York. It's the tax, no, yeah, the tax, well, I mean, the federal tax dollars too. So the entire, all of the federal taxpayers are using federal tax money and they're subsidizing. I mean, it's, this is the whole problem is that the federal, state, and local governments have gotten so drunk off of the taxpayer teat that they just do whatever they want to do and they don't care. It doesn't hurt them. And there's no repercussions. I just want to think about something. Let's just picture this. This judge yeah. is in New right. York. Yeah. He's going to say that Mar-a-Lago, I have been by Mar-a-Lago. I've been to Palm Beach a mm. lot. Okay. If, if, if Mar-a-Lago is only worth the $18 million he said it was, I'm uh-huh. going to buy it. I no will kidding. offer you $18 million in cash right now, oh, yeah. Mr. Trump. That man, that man's an idiot. Even the tax oh, value on that is hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, easily, yeah. No but here, here's the legal concept that I'm not understanding what they're doing. How is it fraud 
if there's not a victim? How is it a crime if there's no victim? The banks made money. Trump paid everything back, made his payments. So how is there, where, I'm not understanding where the crime is. There is no crime. The only crime is that Donald Trump beat Hillary Clinton fair and square in the 2016 election. And that's the, the primary, that is his, one of his two crimes. The second crime that he is guilty of is that he is not permanent Washington. Okay. Now, whatever else you want to say about the man, he is not a Washington insider. And those are his two crimes. Those are his only two crimes. Lord bless my soul. You ain't even going to believe the latest, though, if you hadn't been listening here lately. Even tonight, as we, before we decided to do it is what we do best is make fun of everybody else and present pro the solutions to the world's problems that nobody listens to. The appeals court has already put a halt on what that judge over the Trump trial said earlier today. <laughs> All right. Well, so, you know, he had um, put it in receivership and suspended his business licenses and all that. And then uh -huh. Bill's court said, whoa, wait a minute, hold up, not yet. Uh -huh. So it's like uh, it's like the, uh, what is it, uh, them soap operas, what's on TV. It just continues on. Now we come back again. Yeah, well. You know, again, that's the whole point. There's no these. There is no accountability for these people. They just get. They have an unlimited supply of money from your pocket and my pocket, and they can do whatever they want to. Or and they tend to do whatever they want to with it now, and that there's nothing to hold them accountable. You know, and 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 that, so that's this is why we get into these messes. Because they need to be held accountable. Mm -hmm. That's what Congress is supposed to be doing. But Congress is so far off the beaten path, too, that they don't do a darn thing. But you know what? I heard today about a drinking game that I think everybody should be practicing or working with. Uh -oh. So what it is is you sit around, and everybody has their beverage. And you go around a table, and everybody tells a dad joke. Okay. Anybody that laughs at the dad joke or cracks a smile or anything like that whatsoever has to take a drink. Oh, well, I'll laugh the whole time because I don't want to do nothing but drink anyway. So that's not, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Paul Roger kind of night, baby. There you go. I thought you would like that particular game. I when, that, when are we going to play? Well, anytime you'd like. As a matter of fact, I'll go crack a cold one right now if you like. And we can start it up. We can start, we'll start doing uh, drinking games in the Carolina Underground with Mark. There you Mike. go. There you go. We could do that. That might be a that might be a winner right there. Now, I'll tell you something else, though, that'll upset you. I even bad. tell better stories when I'm drunk. Oh, I'm, I have no doubt. I have no doubt whatsoever. <laughs> So, but I did see an article this morning also that um, the number of fentanyl-related deaths in the United States is the equivalent of a completely filled Amtrak train crashing and killing all of the passengers every 48 hours. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of people. 
And again, that is just fentanyl-related deaths. That is a lot of deaths. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, nothing's well, being done about it. What do, you, what do you think about them speak, the Speaker of the House fiasco and all that crap that's going on up there? Well, I mean, again, I've, you know, while I... While we're on politics. <laughs> while we're on politics. Now, while I do agree that there have been some, some wins under Speaker McCarthy, some. Why has the Biden administration not been impeached? Why is Joe Biden not being impeached? Because, okay, so you get Kamala Harris. I doubt Kamala Harris would last a week before she pulled some impeachable offense. And so then you would have it, it would go to the Speaker of the House, okay, as the uh, president, right? Oh, so, so you're saying they need to elect me. Yeah, I think so. I think that would be a wonderful notion. But I've always felt like I don't think there's an actual Republican. Well, let me let me say this. I don't believe there's, you know, because, again, Republicans these days are they're they're just the other other side of the uniparty coin. OK, so. I don't, and I always felt like he was a, an absolute rhino, meaning that he really doesn't believe in what the core principles of the Republican Party are supposed to be. But then again, I don't think you can find five of them that actually do. And it, that's why, again, I'm not a, I'm neither a Republican nor a Democrat because they're I all just, two sides of the same coin. I just hate all of the above. Yeah. Absolutely. My man's even talking about they getting shady on the Democrat side. He going to run as an independent. Getting shady? On well, the I mean, they're they're keeping him from doing his thing, saying if he makes speeches and stuff in these certain states, he can't do this and he can't do that. So he said, screw y'all. I'll run as an independent. Absolutely. I mean, again, they... Dude, they did the same now, thing. This is, the way, this is, this is the way it should times. work. This is the way it should work. If you meet the qualifications to be president, mm -hmm. if you file the correct paperwork, mm -hmm. you should get on the ballot regardless. No, absolutely. I don't care no. if the ballot's got 30,000 people on it. Well, but that's the way that it was. That's the way the system was designed. It's the Democrats and the Republicans that have started playing all of these games with it to prevent people from being able to run. But yeah, you, you and I, as Joe citizen are supposed to just be able to bebop up, you know, pay the, now there are some fees I think that are associated with it, but you, I mean, there's, there are some, the poll and I, and I'm sorry, I'm, yeah, there, there, there's, yeah, there are some poll taxes and stuff like that, that you're supposed to pay. And again, that's so that, you know, every Tom, Dick and Harry on the planet doesn't, you know, clutter up the ballot but there's not that there's not supposed to be that many barriers to entry but that's the whole thing the federal government especially more so than even the state and local governments have gotten into the business of instead of supporting the people and doing the will of the people they pick the winners and losers in business right right and they write the legislation the way that they need to write it so that the winners keep winning 
And I mean, and so they built this magnificent house of cards where they will not allow any of their donors to fail. Okay. So the donors can do, I mean, look at Sam Bankman freed. Okay. That man should have been, he, you know, he committed such atrocious crimes. He should be drawn and quartered in a public square. Now, that's a little extreme. I agree, but somebody's you know, been watching Braveheart again. Well, there you go. But, that's the kind of stuff that these people have, they've, they've weaseled themselves into these positions of power where they get to pick the winners and losers. And that is not what our federal government was designed to do. Now, I'm not saying that there has not always been some of that going on, but prior to the Teapot Dome scandal, I mean, again, that was what the whole Taft Corporation or Taft administration uh, made its bones with was getting rid of the robber barons, you know, the Carnegies and the mm-hmm. Rockefellers and those guys. Well, we just replaced them the with the, the the Waltons and the yep and the Bidens and the Biden. And the Bezos. Well, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I will, yeah. don't know if I would consider the Bidens a cocaine snorting heifer and a man that shits in his diaper on an hourly basis. A corrupt, yes on the scale of an Andrew Carnegie or Rockefeller or something like that? No, because that actually takes intelligence. Well, now they're clever. Don't get them wrong. Because again, this whole thing. He might have been at one time, but let me tell you, he ain't clever now. He's definitely checked out now. Well, and, and there's enough information out there about Hunter and all of the other double dealing and, and nonsense that those people have been up to that, well, you know, that they his, can't get away from it. His the lawyer on his federal gun charge stepped away, said he's not doing it. Well, yeah. I mean it's about time. They've tried what has happened is they wound up they wound up unfortunately uh, in the hands of an honest judge who who did her job and now they can't cover it up again. And they're, you know, again, that's the whole thing. They've got this huge house of cards that is dependent on all of these big wheels getting ever more of the money out of the working class while they're shrinking the working class and increasing the welfare state. And that cannot, it it just can't continue. That, you know, eventually you're going to, you, eventually you're going to have cooked the goose that laid the golden egg. But, um, you know, again, the good news with all of that is that the constitution does contain the tools necessary to write the ship and, and get the, and make, and hold these people accountable for the crimes that they've committed. If anybody will do it. The problem is that they're all so thick as thieves and all so covered up and, and, and underwater in the corruption and everything that they none of, none of them will do it, which is why Donald Trump, rest his soul, or not rest his soul, Donald Trump, bless his heart, well, I'm surprised he hadn't been assassinated, honestly, um, is one of the very few possible candidates. Now, I'm not sure what Robert Kennedy would do. Um, because he is, you know, from one of the, one of the core Washington families. Now, I well, but here, here's the difference though, is the difference between the core and the family and the party he's from is not what it has become, become. 
No, I agree. He, the our current president and the jackasses surrounding him, uh-huh. are a product of today's party. He is more oh, yeah. of a con. It's like you said, he is more a proponent of integrity. And while I yeah. might not, I guarantee you, he's going if he gets elected, I'm not going to agree on all his policies. But he's not the kind that is going to shout you down and tell you that you're an idiot or you ain't right. black if you don't vote for me or right. something like that. It's just because it, it, it doesn't work like that. And that's the part that the Republicans and Democrats both have forgotten today. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I don't disagree. Again, I don't know that. The, I don't I don't believe. Yeah, I mean, if, if he's going to ha- I, I don't believe there, that that the powers that be are going to allow either Donald Trump or Robert Kennedy from being elected. I don't think they're going to allow it. I just don't believe they are. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. I'm still kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop. But I mean, because there's no, there is, there can't be five people on the planet that actually believe at this point that Biden number one, got 80 million votes in the last election, or that he would get 5 million votes in this election. Well, if let's put it like this. If the Democrat side was going to get 80 million votes, mm. that was going to happen under Barack Obama. No, and, absolutely. And this, this idiot is nowhere near as popular as Barack Obama. No, again, his, his entire campaign was dead on arrival. Kamala Harris eviscerated him in the but, debate. But the problem in is, is even though he came to South Carolina, even though her stories were a little off, the fact oh, yeah. is still there. The man is a racist. Oh, he's a horrible racist. Yeah, absolutely. And a crook. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, let's quit talking about politics because we're going to be, my brother pressure going to get up. I'm going to have to. <laughs> about a drinking game. Then, know. You know, and, and I'm you getting ready to have to go get again. to Paul Roger. Yeah. <laughs> I did watch a movie recently. All right, sir. And I you know, did as well. What well, did you watch? I watched Blue Beetle. I have not watched Blue Beetle. Well, no, you know, yet. I will say this. You know, it came out, it was in theaters earlier, mm-hmm. and I just can't see spending money to go watch a movie sitting there with people that I don't know. Waiting on them to give me COVID or herpes or gonorrhea or whatever the hell's floating around in the air this week. Mm-hmm. So I waited till it come out digital. Mm-hmm. And then it was on Amazon and I said, Self, do you want to rent it for $20 or just go ahead and pay 25 and that way you can watch it more than one time? Mm-hmm. So I said, myself said, I'll just go ahead and buy it. And that way, if that's any good, I can watch it again. Well, there you go. So I will honestly say I have watched, you know, I'm not a, I like superhero movies. I'm not the best superhero connoisseur, so to speak. Okay. But this, the way they presented this movie was undoubtedly one of the best superhero movies I have ever seen. Well, I think it was fantastic. And I do not remember enjoying a superhero movie anymore or as much as this since Michael Keaton played Batman in 1989. Oh yeah. Well, and uh, yeah, Jack Nicholson was his Joker. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they, re- and the, the kid that they got to play Jaime Reyes spot on, 
He right. did a great job. He's also the kid that uh, plays Miguel in uh, Cobra Kai, the Netflix series. Oh. But uh, it was really, it had the sad to heartstring moments. It, it was just one of the best superhero or um, origin movies that you could hope for. Now, the pro- the question is going to be, are they going to be able to take the ball and run with it and just not cre- recre- keep recreating how Blue Beetle came about? Well, see, that's kind of what happens. They just, they just, you know, they 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 never manage to write any decent new content. Yeah, but here's the thing. Well, it's particularly, I mean, look how many times they've done that with Batman? But yeah, but like, here's the thing: that they don't have to write it with right, Batman. It there did. are it's all the comics, the stories are already there, and I mean, there are some amazing Batman mm-hmm. stories out there, like the Long right. Halloween. I think they made the animated series about the, about it. But DC, for some reason, this is the only DC live action movie since 1989's Batman that is worth even giving it a look. Well, and because I will say this, DC, where Marvel has kind of flourished with live action, they've languished in uh, animated. DC's the opposite. Animate their DC's animated movies are amazing. I will, I will, I will agree with you, except for the um, the Spider Verse um, series. Well, I'm talking about in 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 general. Because in general, no, I agree. In general, because the Spider into the Spider Verse and the other one, they they are really good. Particularly Spider Pig. I really, I really like Spider Pig. But, well, so um, and I saw that the most recent one, you know, the Miles Morales saga, we mm-hmm. can call it, I guess. Great um, video game, too, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's what I've heard. I'm not uh, not a video gamer, but uh, that is what I've heard from my son. But yeah, I I watched that one, the latest one on that, and it was absolutely unbelievable, mm-hmm. extremely well done. But my understanding is that it is going to be held up for quite some time because of this writer's strike. Well, probably will be. But here's the thing about that is that's not a real Marvel movie. All right. Hit me. Well, because that's not controlled by Disney. Sony owns the rights to Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. That is Sony. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Gotcha. And I have a feeling if it was under the Disney umbrella, it would oh, suck yeah. just like the rest of the shit that Disney puts out now. No, absolutely. Absolutely. You're 100% correct. That, but Sony that, Sony yeah. is spot on. They do great work. They're, um, I can't think of a, mo- a movie on the top of my head that had, was produced by Sony that has not been worth watching that I can think of. I'm sure there may have been some, but... Well, I'll tell you about another movie, though. All right, what's that? This is, not a, this is not a superhero genre. I watched a movie called The Black Phone. Now, that's a horror okay. uh, movie. But it was really extremely well done. It was an, it was one of those things very in the same kind of vein as Stranger Things, so it was a throwback movie to the 80s, um, you know, in childhood in the 80s, growing up in the 80s, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe 70s, 80s, uh, so yeah, but it uh, really did a great job. So the the there was a kidnapper who was kidnapping children and then you know torturing them and killing them. And uh, it follows the story of uh, of the young the young hero and his sister 
who uh, are are growing up in pretty tough uh, and and impoverished conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I can I, I really do truly recommend it. I think it was extremely well done. I thoroughly it was the Black Phone. The Black Phone. It is. You can get it on Amazon Prime, and I believe it's included with Prime right hmm, now. I may have to check that out. Yeah, that sounds. I like horror movies, and you know it's the Halloween season. Well, and there's another one that I saw that I saw on Freebie, which means it comes with ads. Mm-hmm. Called I don't Come mind Play ads. Yeah, no, I agree. I I actually like it because you know when you know when when the ads pay for the content because that's what they were supposed to do. Right now, and, and when when HBO came out and they started double dipping, where you have to watch ads. And then you also get content, but you're paying for the service. That's right. when I kind of lost my patience with it. Oh, I agree with that 100%. So the ads should pay for the content, period. And uh, if they don't, you know, I mean, because that's, that, again, that's how, that's, that's how people are held accountable. That's, that's the whole thing that is going on in the world today is that the, uh, the Moneyball folks have figured out inventive ways and they've put inventive laws in place that allow them to double dip on stuff. And, and it just is, um, you know, but, but it's a house of cards. It's like everything else. You can't, you, you have to grow things organically or they become, or, or it becomes a house of cards and it eventually collapses on itself. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like the dot-com bubble and all of this stuff. And all of these, all of these uh, computer services and stuff that don't make a profit, you know, that shouldn't exist. That, you know, they're, 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 well, I'll, I'll hush about that because we don't <laughs> want to get started back up. But, yeah, uh, let's, let's don't talk politics. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you an announcement. All right, hit me. I saw something today. That's the announcement? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Well, I'm you glad know. for you. Okay. Glad you open That sure. has to be okay. come part of my life. Okay. Without a doubt. All right. You wanna know what it is? I the suspense is absolutely killing me, my friend. Well, I was surfing the web. All right. And I got there was. <laughs> there was. And you ain't going to believe this. Hanging (laughs) 10 on my keyboard. That's right. Cowabunga, (laughs) baby. And and the wave landed, and I rode that right on in to the Amazon. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And you know, my spirit animal is the Grinch. All right. Well, there is a PlayStation 5 game about uh, the Grinch still in Christmas coming out and it lands October the 13th. You're a crooked jerky jockey and you drive a crooked horse, Mr. Grinch. And I can, and the whole premise of the game is you either play as the Grinch or Max and you run around stealing presents. Well, now, Max didn't. Max was a relatively unwilling participant in that whole fiasco, and mostly had to well, drag. Well, that's around. that's true, but I think they just did it so it could be like a parent and a kid playing because I think it's you know it's aimed at a kids game. And and nobody can play Cindy Lou Who. No, can't play Cindy. Oh. Well, I don't know. I hadn't seen it. I hadn't got it yet. Okay. Well, that would be intriguing as well because, but I mean, there's again, it's a very that's a very short lived. 
couple of scenes until the end when the well, Grinch is hurt. Well, I got another question. Stage. All right. Speaking of the Grinch. Yeah. Have you you saw did you see the one by Illumination? The new animated one? No. Okay. Did you see the Jim Carrey one? Yes. And you of course you've seen the original. Of course. That's what I was singing. Right. The Boris Karloff one. Right. Well, you know, I will say this: the the illumination, the illumin- like crocodile. Sorry, go ahead. The, <laughs> the illumination one is really good as well. They did a really good job with that. Okay. Well, However, I will say this: I have despised the Jim Carrey one ever since it came out. Yeah, that was. Now again, yeah, I, I didn't like. Jim Carrey's portrayal of it. Now, I mean, again, there are very few people that could have played a role to bring Jim Carrey or to to bring the Grinch to life. But again, it it, it was a little too much Ace Ventura and a little bit too little Boris Karloff. Right, right. And I agree with that. It, it just kind of. I just didn't like it. It, it. it just. It just. It just didn't work. And another, there's another character that Hercule Poirot, who was an Agatha Christie character, uh-huh. that um, is kind of he was brought to life famously by Peter Ustinov, supposedly. Right. And then you know recently there's been a spate of movies that come out. I don't know who's playing him now, but they did the Murder on the Orient Express and another one that just um, I don't recall his name, but I think he's the guy that played. Um, oh, and I forgot his name. The professor in Wild West with his legs uh, blown off that was in the wheelchair and made the giant tarantula. What was his name? But I believe it's the same actor, but I'll hush. Oh, uh, you know, I don't know. I really don't know. Here, I'll look it up real quick. But what I'm getting to the point I'm making uh-huh. is, is it Kenneth Brang? Brang? Might be. Might be. I have. I, I'd. I'd have to look it up myself. And yeah, I'm, that. That's I'm his name. It, the last name is B R A N A G H. Okay. But, Brown, but but here's here's the here's the quicker to that. Okay. Peter Ustinov and this guy are not Hercule Poirot. If you okay. have read Agatha Christie's books, they look nothing like Hercule Poirot. Okay. The only person, and this. Is accord even according to Agatha Christie's heirs and estate that has ever played Poirot that nailed it was David Suchet, okay. Sir David Suchet. He uh, they were on. Um, I'm assuming it was BBC over here. It's Ma- you know masterpiece on PBS. Sure, mm-hmm. they did every novel and every mm-hmm. Poirot short story. So he starred or as Poirot. In every Poirot story there's ever been. Okay. And his mannerisms, the way he, just the way he pulls it off. If you're reading Agatha Christie's book and pay attention to the way she, and the mannerisms of which she ascribes to Hercule Poirot, David Uh Suchet nails it. Okay. So anytime you're flipping through PBS or something and you see Agatha Christie's Hercule Poirot, and Masterpiece, stop and watch it because they are absolutely phenomenal. The other ones right. that are phenomenal 
are the ones where they did a, I think there's 11 seasons now based on the Father Brown mysteries that were written. But they are really well done too. And they're, Father Brown's played by the guy that is uh, Mr. Weasley in the Harry Potter movies. Oh. So, you know, there's some good, there is good TV out there. You just have to siphon through a lot of the horse shit to find it. Well, yeah, it just can't be anything that uh, Disney has anything to do with. or. Yeah. And, you know, that's really sad because Disney used to be the paragon of quality, like Old oh, Yeller, the oh, yeah. Zorro show, uh, you know, all that cool stuff. Song like of the South. Song of the South, Bedknobs and Broomsticks, 20,000 yep. Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, yeah, that was very well done. Yes. And, yeah. I mean, tra- even the Treasure Island. Their, oh, yeah. their version of Treasure Island was amazing. And I Absolutely. guarantee you now, if they made Treasure Island, Long John Silver would be your trans, and well, Jim Hawkins would be gay, and they'd have some kind of romance on the rowboat. They kind of did. I can't remember. It was called Black Sails, I think. Oh, yeah. that that Was that Disney? I don't didn't think that was Disney. I don't know if it was Disney, but they certainly did. I, will, I, mean, well, I did watch Black Sails, and it didn't really start getting bad until toward right. the end of it. You didn't really start picking up on that kind of vibe until right. the end of it. But the Black, yeah. the black Flags, or Black Sails, excuse me, the first few, the first season was actually really good. The second season, oh, yeah. you know, it started going downhill. Right. But, no, uh, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it, and and of course, Captain Kidd was a homosexual, which you know, okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't care. Captain, I Kidd mean, it is. But you know, the funny thing is, is these people can be anything they want. Or excuse me, but Captain Flynn. Captain, me, well, Captain Kidd. yeah, yeah, but they can be anything they want, right? That's right. fine. The yeah. problem is. Is it's just like with the superhero stories when John Kent took over for uh, Clark Kent as his son because he had to go somewhere or went off and he became the, the Superman. Right. I still have yet to figure out in a superhero story what does the superhero having sex have to do with a good guy beating the bad guy? Not a single thing. I, it, I've never, I ha, even through those comics, I've never figured out why it was pertinent to the story. It, it if you wanted to been. allude to it, hey, that's great. But, you know, you, it's like the, the one with Batman going down and eating out Catwoman. It's just not, it just, that adds nothing to the story. No, it doesn't. Well, but that's the whole thing. Again, it's the, you know, normal people don't care. Okay. I mean, again, nobody has really ever given a hoot about who you want to have sex with unless it's them. And that doesn't matter. Well, well now that's not true. That, that, that's not true. Why is that not true? Well, there are some times I care about. Okay. Well, I, hey, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want them to have sex with me. Right. Right. I don't want them well, to so have now sex. That goes, that goes right back to what I was saying. Unless right. it's you. Right. Well, I'm not it finished. I'm not finished. Go ahead. I don't want them underage youngins. There's truth to that. And I'll, I don't I'll want them. That. And I don't want them fondling my flossy dog because I'm gonna catch a charge if they do. No, I understand. Yeah, I mean there are. Again, you're yeah. It, but yeah, again, you're talking perversion. 
okay, yes, perversion is something that we should all care about, and we shouldn't have to put up with it. Well, I mean, we see a parade of them in Washington, D.C., 24-7. Absolutely. But again, that's their whole agenda, is to normalize perversion and shove it down our throats. And, you know, that's... No, we said we weren't going to get into this. Yeah, we... We need to bail out on this. We're going to pile the golden parachute. Yep. I, I agree completely. None of that has, none of that, ha- and, unless you are doing a specific movie about maybe how tough it is or how you feel like it's so tough. I mean, again, it's one of those things that I, the, the whole victimhood thing sets my teeth on edge because, you know what, I'm sure it was tough for, um, you know, homosexuals to grow up as kids. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it, because I know it was tough as a straight kid growing up. Okay. Life's tough. Well, and and here, but here's the thing that I think, you know, I was a kid one time, right? Yep. I think I was. I was, I wasn't good at it. I got over it. Well, but I mean, I didn't think about stuff like that. I don't think I started thinking about sex till like I was a teenager and I don't really consider that a kid. Well, you have tweens. Well, you know, 12, 12 13, 11, 12, 13, yeah. somewhere around in there. Yeah. Middle school. middle school, Right. But, yeah. I mean, it just, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a, a generational thing. Maybe. No, the, the kids still are in the same bucket. It's the adults that are shoving it down their throat. Okay, and making it fashionable because when my when my when my kids were in middle school, the fashionable thing was for all the girls to be lesbians. Okay, and mm-hmm. so I mean that was what was fashionable. So all these little girls that were looking for attention suddenly came out as lesbian, and you know maybe they were, maybe they weren't. Who knows? I, it's not any of my business. I don't. It, again, it doesn't bother me. Except for the fact that if it hadn't been on the news 24-7 by 365, you know, or not necessarily on the news, but it was on all the television constantly being shoved down their throat and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. They, I, I don't think that that significant of a section of the population would become homosexual. Now, intriguingly, though, we've talked about, what was it, Universe 25? Yes. The mice. Yes. So there may be, there may be some, there may be some reason that that occurs in mammalian species for whatever reason. I, I don't know. That's something we should probably. Well, I read an article about. about. I, I read an article actually this week that right. was talking about the evolution of homosexuality and mammal species. Okay. And their premise is, and I'll, I'll have to find the article. I don't. I, I read it at the office, and it wasn't on my normal thing that I read the stuff that I'm getting for here. So I didn't actually think to save it at the time. Uh-huh. But their premise is is that homosexuality actually evolved in the mammalian species is to keep peace. Because that way the alpha knew that this other male was, or female, whatever the alpha is in that particular animal kingdom is, Mm. was not vying for the alpha spot. Hmm. Okay. But I'll find that article again and we can go into depth and probably look at that more. Because that's a whole... 
more you know, vast topic on its own. And it is. And and I don't disagree that there may be some form of a biological component. There may be, there's all manner of things. And I'm not, you know, and I, I hope to goodness I don't come across as if I'm bad, bad bashing homosexuality or homosexuals. I'm glad I'm not one. I really, really am. Well, okay. I would still love you even if you was one. Well, I appreciate that, but it, it, it's just I, I, you know, Lord knows it's been confusing enough being a straight guy. Okay, yeah. here's the. I don't know whether we're going. I found the article. I don't Uh-oh. know whether we want to pursue it or not. It was in the oh. Washington Post. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. So I'll send you a link to it, and then we'll preview it for next time. Well, we can we can probably pregame on some uh, on some stuff that's a little bit intelligent, so that we don't get bogged down in politics again. But I don't know. I hadn't been keeping, especially since we had technical difficulties earlier. I haven't been keeping track of the time, so I don't know how much time we got left, boss. <laughs> you know, that's a good question. We may actually we are over. Y'all got <laughs> bonus episode bonus, <laughs> and we're not even charging for this. Hot dog. Well, I'll tell you what, let's stop it right there. We'll pick up on that next time and we'll, that way we can speak a little more intelligently about it. And for all you people that don't live in the South, God bless you. Bless your little hearts. I hate y'all don't know how to make real biscuits, but, or sweet tea, but Hey, God decided that the South was going to be perfect and y'all ain't living here. So it ain't y'all. So that's the snout (laughs) to the curly tail and everything in between. And we go. You have a good night. (laughs) You've been listening to the Carolina Underground. Our passion is to talk about technology, history, media, politics, and how it's all changed over the years and affects our daily life as Gen Xers. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Twitter at CarolinaUNDGRND. Hit the website at www.thecarolinaunderground.com. And if you've got questions or comments, send an email to info at thecarolinaunderground.com. Stay Gen X strong. See you next time on the Carolina Underground.